Eric Bilsett along with Michelle Richards, 60 years ago today. This is Walter Cronkite in our newsroom, and there has been an attempt, as perhaps you know now, on the life of President Kennedy. John F. Kennedy shot in Dallas. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time some 38 minutes ago. Vice President Lyndon Johnson <clears throat> has left the hospital in uh, Dallas, but we do not know uh, to where he has proceeded. Uh, presumably, he will be taking the oath of office shortly and become uh, the 36th President of the United States. An emotional Walter Cronkite 60 years ago when John F. Kennedy was assassinated in Texas. Uh, there's one guy who comes to mind immediately when I think of JFK, and I know you thought of him too. Absolutely. Uh, when we knew that uh, this day was coming where we'd have this anniversary. And he joins us now on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. It is former WDTMJ host Gene Miller. Happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Back at you guys. Thanks for having me on. So you've been there, right? You've been to the plaza. You've seen what this place looks like up close. Yes, I did. Uh, part of our baseball trip with my family and my son that we do every year. Uh, we went down to Dallas, and uh, Nerdy Dad took the whole family to Dealey Plaza, and we did the Sixth Floor Museum and, and all that. And um, you know, it really was kind of a, a closure for me because I'm a JFK nerd, especially with the assassination. I'm admitted, <laughs> you know, part of admitting an addiction is admitting you have an addiction and, and acknowledging <laughs> right. it. And that you know, so so I am that aware. But uh, yeah, it's just after you see it all those years for for those of us who who grew up with this. Uh, you you realize how tiny the actual place is and and how intimate it was and I've never fired a gun in my life but I don't think it would be that hard of a shot from where you know the window was to where Kennedy was in the limousine. One of the things that fascinates me, Gene, is that sixty years later we still don't know why. Yeah, that died with Oswald when Ruby shot him on that Sunday, two days after Kennedy's assassination. Lee Harvey Oswald never went to trial, and that's left history to speculate and in some cases to go off on these bizarre conspiracy theories and tangents that really have a hard time holding up when you look at them in, in their enormity and complexity. And simply, you know, Oswald was a, a, a bad actor, a bad husband, a liar, a guy who had a taste for blood, who tried to kill somebody before he fired a Kennedy, tried to kill a conservative uh, leader in, in Dallas like that April, uh, but missed. He used the same gun he used on Kennedy. Uh, he, he beat his wife. He fought in the Marines and got a, uh, discharged early. Um, he came from a troubled past. And Nobody really knows why he did what he did. Uh, he was trying to reconcile with his wife the night before the assassination. And there's a school of thought that said if she had said, yeah, okay, let's get back together, none of this hmm. would have happened. Instead, she said no, and he got his gun out of the garage and went to work the next day. Gene Miller joining us on Wisconsin's Morning News. 60 years since the JFK assassination. I guess one of the questions that I've always had over the years, Gene, is that why... Why can we not just get all the information? Like, even this year, they've released a little bit more, but some of it was redacted. Why, after 60 years, can they not just tell us everything that they investigated and what we know? Well, I, I go back to, you know, even if they did, if, if 
Biden said, you know, this afternoon, okay, open up the the locks, let it all out. There's still going to be that group out there that is not going to think they're seeing everything. They're always going to find one more document or one more, yeah, but what about this? Because that's just the way the conspiracy mind works. We're we're seeing it, you know, in in other events since 1963. So the... The thing is, you got to remember the context in which this happened. It was the Cold War. We in Moscow, not unlike today, were at odds. And uh, back then, I mean, there was stuff going on with Cuba that the CIA didn't want up. So once Kennedy dies and all these agencies are being investigated as, as part of that, they're in a massive, pardon my French, cover your ass operation. It's not so much that they wanted to keep whatever they knew about Kennedy quiet. They had to protect operatives in other countries. At that time, we didn't know that the U.S. was trying to kill Fidel Castro in in Cuba on several occasions. Uh, We didn't know the stuff that the CIA was doing in other countries. So it was like if you tugged at that JFK thread to figure out what happened there, you're going to unloose the whole fabric of our operations around the world. And for obvious reasons, the government at that time didn't want that out. Uh, And to this day, I think they're still trying to protect a few of the things that we were doing that may have been a little unsavory back in the early 1960s. Did you ever buy into any of those conspiracy theories or dig deeper? Oh, yeah. I was all in in uh, in my teenage and college years. We had a professor at UW-Stevens Point, David Rohn, who was a a nationally known uh, Warren Commission critic, and and I got to know him really well. And we saw the Zapruder film for the first time on a bedsheet in a a college classroom. (laughs) Because he was still bootleg back Mm -hmm. then. You know, you could it didn't get shown until like 1965 on Good Night America with Geraldo Rivera before it was. And when you see it the first time, it's like, oh, my God, yeah, there's no way this, this played out the way they told it to us. And then you do the you do the heavy lifting. You do a lot of boring, wonky reading and wade through books like uh, Case Closed by Gerald Posner and Vincent Bugliosi's. Uh, it's like a five-pound book where he just debunks everything. And you go, yeah, you know, this only could happen one way. It's a it's an awful coincidence, and it just happened to work for a guy who never had done anything in his life right up until that moment. Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, everything worked for him that day in in those awful six seconds, and he set out for the first time in his life to do what he wanted to do, and he did it. I often wonder, Gene, what what would be different now if the Zapruder film did not exist? Boy, you can only wonder because as as clear as it lays everything out so many people project what they want to see yeah. onto it um you know it, it's um if you didn't have that I, I can only imagine you'd probably have twice as many books and in, in this conspiracy industry which it is it is a, an industry that makes a lot of money it would only be larger to the point where they might be trading stock on the new york stock exchange because then yeah mm-hmm. you could just think whatever you thought and that's a lot of what happened right after kennedy died you didn't see the zapruder film so people initially bought what the warren commission said and then once the zapruder film came out and the conspiracy bus could project, you know, the back and to the left thing with Kennedy's reaction to the fatal shot and so many other things uh, that you can put onto the film uh, that just accelerated the doubt and, and the theories, the volume of theories that you got. WTMJ host Gene Miller joining us as we mark 60 years since JFK. And we didn't even get in the Jack Ruby next time, Gene, next time. <laughs> <laughs> I could go on for days. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, my friend. What do you got planned this like week? This- up to my sisters in Sheboygan, eating a lot of turkey, watching a lot of football. Go, Paco. Absolutely, man. Hey, uh, say hello to the family. Thanks again. Back at you. Take care, guys. Happy Thanksgiving.